That's right. It's a podcast. You're listening to it. That's how I'm introducing podcasts from now on. Just yelling the word podcast. I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of the co-hosts of Hack the Dino, your very simple, great place where you can have the, uh, what are the words? The, the past, present, and the future of gaming news. There we go. There it is. Got that one in. Just like your mum. Uh, I... <laughs> I'm joined here today by Xbox greatest fan, Floppy Starrick. Oh, I don't know what to say now after the mum thing. That's what she said. Oh, peas in a podcast. (laughs) And the Millennial Falcon, Brayden. Hey, we're going to talk about PlayStation. We are. What specifically about PlayStation, Brayden? Oh, we talk about the threes, the Ps and the Vs. That's right. The threes, the Ps and the Vs are all closing down in July. So the three PVs are going bye-bye. But we're here to tell you what games you need to download. Also, coming up towards the end of the show, we've got a bit of a discovery. What did people discover, Floppy? That's right. They discovered a brand new Pennsylvania cancel game. Cancelvania. They discovered Cancelvania. I can't stand this Cancelvania culture. (laughs) Under a tree. Uh, No, no, that was the other one. That was the other one under a tree. Anyway, listen more now to have coherence. But first? But first. Now, during the week or the previous week, I forget my weeks get all jumbled up because I don't exist in your time stream. Um... PlayStation announced that they're going to be closing down three of their gaming stores. The PlayStation 3 score score and store, uh, the PSP store and the Vita store are all going to be closing down by August this year. I think the first two end of July and then August for the Vita store. Which got me thinking we should probably run out and download games that are really, really great on these systems systems before they're gone forever. Uh, So we have here the five games you need to play on each of those systems. Now, me being a uh, not really devout PlayStation fan, um, I don't actually know a lot of good games. So I've, I've been the bigger man and stepped aside and I've only taken one of the five picks, which I'll read first, and then I'll let the two PlayStation experts take it away. So coming up first, the top five games for the PlayStation 3 you really need to download before the store goes away forever. Uh, In number one is my pick, and that is the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. This is fantastic. Tell us about it, Floppy. Uh, So this is, is the first two original Metal Gear games. I can tell you exactly what's in here. There's Metal Gear for the MSX 1987, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, uh, then there's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid VR Missions, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriot, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Now, and if you had Metal Gear Solid 5 and, and uh, Zero Missions, you've got, you've got the whole story. And if you want to play it in order, I'll tell you now. No, we won't go into that. <laughs> you know I knew all that off the top of my head. Did you? Yeah, I've got that thing. I've got this physically as well. Oh, I still need to get it. It needs to be in my Kojima. Man, <laughs> that, is, that is a top one. I mean, because although a lot of these you still can get physically, they are so hard to find now that if you don't get them digitally, <laughs> it might be such a long time before you find them, if ever. Yep. Um, and the prices are just going up and up and up. Oh, because ridiculous. obviously there's not going to be any more decent Metal Gear games. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, Kojima's gone to Xbox now. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um. You heard it here first. Kojima and Xbox are making Metal Gear Solid X. The solidest snake. 
but it's a but it's an online multiplayer in the in the vein of Tetris ninety nine. That was such a good combo when it came out. Anyway, uh, Kojima's great. Metal Gear's awesome. Uh, okay, who wants to go next? PlayStation um, 3 games that you need to buy before the store goes away forever. I'll go with Resident Evil Chronicles, the HD collection. Uh, so these were originally Wii games. They were used with a Wii remote. They got ported over to the PS3 and get given the Move controller support, which essentially, which was heaps better than the Wii pointer mm -hmm. uh so they essentially got turned into light gum games for resident evil chronicles and resident evil umbrella chronicles dark side chronicles and umbrella chronicles uh these are so much fun and especially as a move controller game they work really well because it's resident evil it's scary you're shooting monsters were in they as good on the way as well with the actual gun peripheral um i don't think the wii ones were quite as precise as the move controller okay the move controller I, f I feel like is a little bit better tech a little bit higher tech than the wii remotes as well as the wii remotes work like they wesker they... tells his story mm. do you play as wesker um i can't actually remember now hmm. i played these originally on the wii um i don't think i ever finished them but then played them again on the ps3 they're so good fun so much fun cool and if you have a move controller if you don't Go out and get one. There's heaps of them around. Yeah, they're secondhand. really cheap. They're really cheap. No, they're not cheap at all. Um, they are heaps cheap. Really? Yeah. I bought a whole heap before the PlayStation VR came out because I knew that uh, yeah, the PlayStation you buy VR needed them. Uh, I got them from secondhand stores for like seven bucks. Okay, that's really cheap. Yeah. See, that to me is cheap. Not that, your forty dollars a controller cheap. That's that's, that's normal price. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Don't don't buy them. They're one hundred and twenty bucks new for that's a pair. That's ridiculous. Always have been there. Glad that we're getting rid of them. Yeah. All right, who's next? Brayden? Uh, yeah, I jumped in with a couple things here. A couple things that I really loved on PS3. Um, I had a realization when I was doing this as well. I was like, man, yeah, what were some of the best PS3 games? And then I was like, Metal Gear. You can just get all of them. Like, most of them you can still just play on your PS4, or like, there's HD upgrades, there's just, they just ported them over in little collections. So much is still available, so it was really difficult for me I to try and find something. Got to admit, in our Discord where we um, planned the show, I put a list up that someone had collated. I forgot who did it now of the exclusive games on the stores. Mm. And I went, "Oh, okay, this would be good." And I scroll through it, and just went, oh, "This is all junk. Yeah, it's all <laughs> rubbish." Because all the good stuff has just been ported, so it's like you can play it anywhere. Um, one thing that jumped to mind for me was a game that I really liked that wasn't incredibly well received by the wider community. Uh, which was Batman Arkham Origins. So why wasn't this well-received? Uh, it was a prequel. It wasn't done by Rocksteady, and people got really antsy about it. It was done by the Montreal yeah. team, and it was a lot shorter. Mm. It was In a smaller game. It, I, I loved it. It was like a, a like an earlier story. It's basically an origin story for Batman v Joker in the Arkham games. Like, yeah, I, I really loved it. But since that probably isn't available anywhere, I have a better option for you, which is actually... Can you buy it in the store? My favorite thing ever. I have no idea because you should just go and play Ratchet & Clank, the HD collection. <laughs> because, my God, it's so good. Uh, that first one, a little rough, but uh, Ratchet & Clank 3 is one of the best games of all time. Don't at me. I don't think I've played that before. Dude, it's so good. I love it so much. It's my entire childhood wrapped up into one game. I have platinumed it on every version of it that's available with trophies. Can you now like just go through the game and get the platinum like linearly? Pro probably at this rate, like I that should be a stream. Braden sits down oh and gets platinum in linear chronological order. Yeah, just has to do it that way. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's I'd so good. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Um, 
but yeah, and then uh, my next one for it, because I, I, I just filled out the rest of the list. because <laughs> I, I, I to- I'm totally with you with your last one, 100%. Yeah. And I'm useless. This one, uh, this one, I feel like the people who played it probably like would agree. You see, I remember loving it, but then I sort of started thinking, I was like, I don't actually remember much about this game. But uh, I remember loving Battlefield Bad Company 2. It was more like, it actually had like a proper full-on campaign with a full like cast of characters and everything. I remember it being really good. I honestly can't tell you much more about that. But uh, it was a really good Battlefield game. <laughs> so yeah. And then this last one. What was this last one? Oh yes, this oh, one. Oh dude, these are so good. Oh, the best of the best over on the PS3. Oh my lord. It's the one and only Infamous franchise. Infamous 1 and 2 on the PS3. So good. Oh my god. Floppy jump in as well. Oh, dude. I, this is the first time I really got into the whole moral choices. Mm. So this um, is the game where you got superpowers and you can be either good or bad, yeah? Yeah, yes. yeah. You can be a dick or you can be a cool guy and your power tree... Uh, sorry, your, your skill tree sort of um, goes one way or the other depending on how you use your powers. Right. Uh, whether it be more destructive or sort of more... Um, What's the word? Uh, helpful. Helpful. But for you, like, you might get more uh, powers to be able to scoot along the power lines or things like that, or things that'll help you traverse things easier, or things that'll just be more destructive based on how you choose to use your powers. This is really cool. Yeah, I absolutely loved uh, the first Infamous. It has a very, like, strong, like, comic book art style. Like, all of its cutscenes are basically comic book art style. And then uh, everything they added in Infamous 2, I personally really loved. Wow, um, that's quite a upgrade graphically from oh, 1 yeah, to 2. Dude, oh, Infamous huge. 1 to Infamous 2 is huge. They really found their way with the PS3 architecture. Did you go good side or bad side? Uh, I always did good first because then when you do the second one to try and platinum the game, uh, you find that uh, every time you play evil after you've played good, it's way easier. Because evil's just so much more strong yeah. and powerful, and it's so much easier just to blast through the whole game. But yeah, Infamous was amazing. Yep, everyone needs to play Infamous. And then once you played one and two, go and get Second Son and go and get First Light. Hell yeah! Just Same play them all. Just play every. Yep, every just play one. all of them. There was also a uh, yeah Festival of Blood, the Vampire DLC for Infamous Two. It was actually really fun. Now that's. Uh, only available digitally, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. That's so, only if, so. Do get that. Do get that because you will miss out otherwise. And it's hilarious to run around as infamous, but with vampires. Yeah, it's like infamous uh, True Blood. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it is. You didn't go with Buffy. No, I went with True Blood. Okay, that's fair. Ben's offended. Not really. Ben's always offended. No, Ben's always. PSP. <sighs> so tired. <laughs> uh. The PlayStation Plus store is closing in July. So we went through and got the top five games that you really need to play on your PSP and you need to have it on your system before that store goes bye-bye. Uh, the first pick is going to be mine and I've picked, surprise, surprise, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Floppy, a fantastic game. I haven't played this one. Really? Yep. Got oh. it. Started it. Um, the thing I love about this game, you can see here, I always forget his name. Is it Shin Shinji... Who's Shin the, uh, Godzilla. No. Shin Ultraman. It's Shin Ultraman. He does all the illustrations for all of Kojima's work. So I've got this one. And what's the other one that's on PSP? Uh, the Portable Ops? Yep. I've, I've yeah, relatively recently got them. 
I think Peace Walker is uh, highly regarded as a fantastic game. It actually has a huge part in the lore of Metal Gear. This is the one where um, uh, Boss uh, comes back as uh, a machine. <laughs> like, yeah. her psyche's within the machine. And uh, you're playing as a naked snake or Big Boss as he is here. And he has to sort of, like, grip with his emotions because, you know, he killed her and stuff. Yeah. Um, fuck, what a storyline. What a fantastic fucking storyline. What cool artwork. What I really like, yeah, I was about to say, the whole game is like this. All the cutscenes are very much comic book uh, type style. Noticing a trend here. There's a lot of comic book stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, a, it's the first introduction of Paz as well. Who plays okay. a, a very... Yep. Um, rocks up in five again? Rocks up in five and plays a big part in five. Um, yeah. Great, great game. Great game. Great artwork. Great everything. Didn't Paz rock up his... Oh, no, that was Ground Zero, which is the prequel to... Five, yeah, so yeah. that's where you had to go in and save her. Yeah. Uh, what else we got on PSP that we need to grab before the store closes? Oh, oh, I've thrown one of my personal faves, and I don't, I don't know if this is gonna appeal to everyone, but if you like a good rhythm game, you got to play you some Patapon. Patapon, pon pon Patapon. If you haven't played Patapon, it's a rhythm game. Um, in a weird you, way. In a weird way. So you use uh, rhythm and music sort of notes to control the little creatures the little patapons you might play uh, it's always like a four is it four bars or four keys four notes in specific orders to tell them what to do might be to 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 walk you're playing one tune and then to attack you're doing something else and to do another movement you do something else and it's all to do just with the uh, the four um sacred symbols so you might do a square 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 circle which is pata pata patapon each one of them has a different uh, different sound. And I realize it sounds shit when I'm talking about it like this. <laughs> You're not selling it to me. Like no. Infamous, I'm looking at it going, oh yeah, it's, that looks good. It's a really weird, it's a weird concept for a rhythm game. But and it's addictive though. Yeah, it is you get really into a addictive. Groove of it. And yeah, that you get you sort of get in with the beat. And then you start doing that, and it just it just pulls you and sucks you right in. It is. You start what learning, does it do? You start learning the combos and everything, and it actually. Sorry, like, floppy. What does this it. game do? It pulls it you in, and sucks you in. Creates new patapons, just like that. It creates new patapons. Is that by pulling and sucking you create new patapons? That's exactly how it's done. Sure, by hitting hitting the right spot. Well, from one problematic uh, <laughs> thing to another. <laughs> I got a war chains of Olympus. <laughs> Everyone's favorite character. <laughs> Everyone's favorite character, Kratos. Oh, now that he's dad, dad toss. Like, dad to what? Yeah, he heard. Um, yeah, like I don't mind him now because he's not the frat boy God of War anymore. <laughs> I hate the frat boy God of War. Did you really? I really did. I oh, this is him. a great game. This is just so much fun. It's God of War handheld. Like there's not much to it more than that apart from the fact it's everything that was cool about God of War on your PS2 and you got it to play on the bus he's got he had the chains of olympus just whipping people into submission oh mm. <laughs> yeah Ooh. and death um on a psp was, it was, was awesome. that what the psp was all about did i miss something <laughs> sucking and pulling and subbing and yeah oh, no look dear. at it it's great it is a ps2 quality game on a handheld yeah and uh, and you just yeah it's fun it's awesome it's satisfying Braden, you got a couple of picks there as well Yes, I added a couple to the PSP. Um, fun story, my mum used to work at Sony, so I got a PSP for free back Oh, in the really? Day. 
Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. Not like in the game section. She worked in Sony Music. So? But we still got a PSP for free. It was What'd she do in Sony Music? Um, so she worked as a rep for a while and um, like rep to like different uh, retail stores. And I stuff. feel like this could have been information that was useful I know. earlier. Uh, How long have she's we known seen, you? Well, she's, since um, a while. And since, um, yeah, she got invited to heaps of like concerts and stuff. So my parents have seen heaps of cool people and been backstage and stuff. Pro- possibly no people I, in uh, the we, industry. She quit just before the PS3 came out, so I just missed out on getting a PS3 for free. Selfish. Um, but I, I did can understand get a PSP. Why, I can understand why you didn't want to introduce her to us. Because <laughs> you would have been like, oh, man. No, yeah. because you're ashamed of the fact that she did such a selfish maneuver. Yeah. Just, yeah. oh, man. Just No, I think it was actually uh, the Sony branch in Adelaide was actually like closing and they were just going to Melbourne. So we would have had to just up and leave and move to Melbourne. Well, sucks to be them because Sony reopened the branch in Adelaide for like two people. Yeah, bless. Um, One of them could have been your mum. PSP pick, GTA Chinatown Wars. Hells yeah. This game was freaking awesome. How old were you when you played this? Oh, young. (laughs) Would you say too young? Probably. (laughs) Um, For the content of a GTA game. um, Yeah, 100%. Uh, no, I mean, I, I was also playing San Andreas on my PS2, so... But, um, yeah... Uh, Explains was, a lot, you ruffian. so smart as, like, a way to just have it, like... It, one, it harkens back to the original GTAs that I didn't even know existed at the time. And then, like, it does an excellent job of creating a small, portable version of a GTA game purely from a bird's-eye view. It's, was this the one that was ported to the DS? Yeah. Yeah, it got to DS, and then uh, it's also now on mobile, which I think is what this video is from. I was going to say, it's running very smooth. Very smooth. <laughs> very smooth. But uh, yeah, GTA Chinatown Wars. What a cool idea for them to do. Very cool concept to take it back to sort of the original top-down view. Yeah, and they had I little... played the original GTA. And I used to love that, even though it was pixelated as hell. This had little cutscenes. Yeah, here we go. Oh, <laughs> I skipped it to the end. Wow, did it again. Did it again. Good. <laughs> yeah. That's text. He's checking his <laughs> messages. Oh, there it is. Yeah, they're just the art style was like the GTA art style, but like even blockier. Like it just yeah. worked. Yep. No, I'm down with that. That is a great one. Everyone should play that, or at least have a have a crack. And no guesses for Braden's last pick for the uh, top five PSP games that you should buy before the store goes away forever. Braden. Um. Yeah. Two. F- funny. Funny. Uh, you could very easily guess based on me as a person. Um, it's Ratchet and Clank Size Matters, <laughs> which is not only pulling everywhere. one of their best <laughs> names that they've done. Oh, just so perfect for the PSP. Um, it's everything. Oh, it's an entire Ratchet and Clank game, but you can just, again, you can play it on the bus. It's really I like good. the way this is, see, this looks like Nintendo 64 graphics and I'm all about that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool game. What yeah. makes this better than the other ones? Uh, it's a Ratchet and Clank game. Okay. But and, it doesn't make it better Ratchet than the Clank other games? ones. It, it means it's at the standard of a Ratchet and Clank game. So the comedy's there, the story is absolutely wacky and bonkers, and the world is awesome, and the characters are great. Do you remember, is it as big a game as the, as the main one? Don't think it's as big as uh, Up Your Arsenal, which was like just before it. So. That's totally the better name, by the way. It oh, it totally is. One, 100%. It, it is my favourite, it is the best. And Followed by Ratchet and Clank, Sucking and Pulling. I must have missed that one. Well, you just don't read the right Bible pornography and stuff. Um, the Vita store is closing down in August, so we've got five games here that you need to play and download on your Vita before it disappears forever. Uh, I didn't have a say in this one, so floppy. 
You want to kick right. it off? The first one I put on there is one that I have uh, downloaded, but I haven't played yet. But I downloaded because, as far as I'm aware, everyone needs to have a copy of Persona 4 Golden. Yep. It's not one that I have seen or played before. But again, every time you go, oh, I really enjoy Persona 5, you get... Why have you played Persona 4? Why haven't 4? you played Persona 4? Yeah, it is the one that gets uh, heralded as the best of the best. Mm. Um, Which I can't fathom because Persona 5 is a freaking awesome game. So imagine how good this one must be. There is a there is a serious period of my life with the Vita, which was short-lived. But um, there was a serious period of that time where the only game I had was Persona 4 Golden. Oh, Did really? you finish yeah. it? Um, I finished it once the wrong way, and then I went and finished it again the right way. How do you way. finish it the wrong way? Do you play it backwards? There's a bad ending. There's like oh, an ending okay. you get where you don't actually get to do the ending. It oh. sucked, and I hated that. Was there, there's obviously save points, though. There is, and I then went back and found like some... It's like with Chrono Trigger, where they had 13 different endings. You know, yeah. the, the, the character models there on the actual game, not the, not the ones that pop up for the chat, I get real Pokemon vibes from them. Yeah. They're very chibi-esque, aren't they? Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, but yeah I this is absolutely sort of, loved it. This is quite often sort of whenever you mention Avita, this is the game that people talk about. Yeah, yeah. It, this is the number one on like every PS Vita list of all time list. Like it is like, and as someone who has played it, it's seriously such a good an RPG. It's now, crazy good. This was only recently released on Steam, right? Before they that, just it was stuck got on it Vita? on PC as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There was also Persona 4 Dancing All Night if you want to get into the rhythm-based one as well. Hey, rhythm-based yeah, if you games, like, man. If you, if you like rhythm-based games. Mm. Rhythm-based games, they're the best. All right, next. Uh, next one I picked on there, I put on there, mm-hmm. was Uncharted Golden Abyss. Right. Uh, so we all know how good Uncharted games are. No. There's not really a bad one. I've not played any. You haven't played any? No. This is a full Nathan Drake adventure, Tomb Raider mixed with Indiana Jones, mixed with... A little bit of Van Damme. Uh, sometimes Tomb Raider mixed with Indiana Jones. Is there a difference? Yeah. One's a woman. Oh, I must have missed that. And um, But it's a full, once again, it's a full PS3 style game in a handheld. And it made use of all of the touch features on the um, on the Vita, which a little bit was a little bit weird on the back. Like they have a, a touchpad on the back. Yep. So you could do that to do like um, moves or dodges, or I think it was like a, there were some puzzles where you just trace lines and you could just do them on the back. Instead the of... puzzles in this one were actually kind of interesting because they would actually utilize every single thing yeah. that the Vita offered. That you could do, whether it be motion, whether it be the touch panels, whether it be it was everything. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was a full Uncharted game handheld again. So once again, uh, not skimping on anything just because it was on a handheld system. It was awesome. Great story. The shooting, the sound, everything like. If you've got a Vita uh, one thousand model, the, the the screen is amazing. Now, why is the one thousand model um, so sought after and still goes for like three hundred dollars? Because they got the best screen on there. They had like a was it OLED? Yep. It was OLED screen. Um, and then something when they, that the Switch Pro is rumored to have. True. And they had it way back when. When did the Vita come out? 20, 20, yep. 27? 20, 20, when the Vita came out in 2027. 2007. Yeah. Uh, something like that, yeah. Um, way, way ahead of its time. And, um, and then it came when they released 2027. Yeah, 2027. And then when they released the second model of it, they got rid of that, got rid of a cheaper screen, and it just looked a bit shit. Mm, disappointing. What's the next game? The next, next ne- game is a fun little craft adventure. Um, that It did get a port onto the PS4 as well with Unfolded. But uh, it's the wonderful, wholesome as anything, Tearaway. Tearaway is so cute. It's basically, like, I think it is actually from 
not actually the little big planet people, but I think it's like adjacent. Um, Touchy feely. It, it looks very. It's so cute. Um, it's very Paper Mario-y. It is very Paper Mario-y. Uh, that's a weird way to say that. Um, but yeah, so it's a platformer, um, but you can 100% customize all these different little parts and it just every now and again is like, hey, uh, design this. And it gives you pieces of paper. It uses the camera in weird ways and the back touch to do puzzles. It's very weird. But um, it also has like a really cute little wholesome story. And it, I really I really loved it. I thought it was really cute. Just um, on that, using the camera in weird ways, that was one of the things when you played WarioWare on the DS when it came out. Mm. You didn't realize that the camera on the front of the DS was recording your face the whole time you were playing the game. And then when you finish it and the credits roll, it plays your face back to you. Oh, that's so you can see weird. the looks that you were doing oh while you're God. doing all these puzzles. That's amazing. That was rad. Oh. That's so WarioWare, so what an underappreciated um, franchise. And how is. much did you wish you were wearing clothes at the time? Well, I was on the toilet for most of it, so it didn't really affect me. Uh, next game. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, yes. So this one, this is the last one, isn't it? Um, no, we skipped one, but I'll get back to that. Oh, we did? Okay, which one? Do we... Oh, no, actually, no, let's get back to that. Oh, my God, yes, we need to get back to that. Okay, you go, taking go, it go. from here, Floppy? Uh, um, you do this one that you're about to do, Braden, your last one. Okay, yeah. Um, so my last one is actually, it's two, because I couldn't decide between the two. Um, but it is the incredible Metroidvania with uh, a heart of gold and style to boot, Guacamelee. Guacamelee was so much fun. Uh, it is parallel dimension puzzle solving, Metroidvania fighting brawler, everything all at once, and it works really well. Um, you can play as a chicken. It's, you can play as Portillo in the sequel. You can play as Portillo in the sequel. Can you? Yep. Greg Miller's dog. Yep. Yeah, they, they put it in there. It's so good. But uh, yeah, Guacamelee 1 and 2. Seriously, such good games. Um, I think I only ended up getting like three quarters of the way through Guacamelee because it gets really goddamn difficult. Um, it actually ends up being a really tough puzzle game. So like you you have to be like Celeste levels good. Like it's impressive. Um, and it's great fun. And then the other one that I wanted to jump between as well is a special shout out to my favorite game to get cheap trophies oh. in. <laughs> um, <laughs> across because it came out, it came out on PS3, came out on PS Vita, and then they brought it to PS4. And each time you uploaded your save to the next one, it just instantly popped all the trophies for you <laughs> if you beat it on PS3 already. Um, and it's the incredibly beautiful and really like serene and very clever um, sound shapes. Um, absolutely love sound shapes. It's a little it. platformy puzzle solver 2D scroll a bit but it's all it's based around music as well um and i just i love the art style the art style is so clever in this like very clean minimalistic where it slowly starts to throw in more complex animations throughout it the color schemes just jump between amazing stuff and absolutely bonkers stuff um and the little gooey characters hilarious yeah, it looks really cool. That I is, like the art. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's got so much style and, uh, yeah, the music to it as well. Um, all the different levels were in these different packs. So you would go and select which pack you were going to play like that. Did you have to purchase them? Or? Uh, no, uh, they added DLC ones, but there were heaps in the actual main game. Oh, cool. I like the 1960s style -y They always vibe. look like albums. Like yeah, vibes. so they basically make, like, I think you can probably just listen oh, to the soundtrack. 
on um you can probably just listen to the soundtrack on um spotify and they they were seriously fun little ditties they're good fun fun little ditties fun little ditties <laughs> i'm 85 <laughs> years old now get off my damn lawn the longer i appear on the screen this episode i age so i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah uh okay last one that we need to get on the vita floppy what is uh, it okay so the last one that you need to get now i only recently got this as well so i haven't played through it yet but it's one i've wanted for ages sounds like Braden's possibly played it Mm. Um, is Gravity Rush. Mm. Now, this got a release on the PS4? It no, number, did. It did number get, two came out on the PS4? Uh, yeah, but this so got a re-release before it. They did a remastered, and then right. Gravity Rush 2 only came to PS4, which is a little bit of a nail in the pit Vita's coffin, but that's fine. Yeah, wasn't it just? So this one, you use the Vita's uh, motion and things like that to be able to control the gravity of the world that you're in. So by flicking the camera around... Oh, so the, the gyroscopic... Gyroscopic stuff, yeah. Oh. So about a, flipping the camera around and sort of reorientating what weighs up and down, essentially. As far as I'm aware, because I haven't actually got through and played it yet. But it's one I've wanted ever since I got a Vita. And I finally got one a little while ago. Wow. Braden? Yes. Uh, so it's an incredibly unique... I'm just yabbering on about PS Vita games, apparently. Um, uh, it, yeah, it's an incredibly unique way to do like traversal and combat. Um, it's a... 3D uh, third-person like platform puzzle action game though, mm. um, and the fights can get absolutely bonkers th- later on in the game because you've got this mechanic where you can control your own gravity, so you're flinging yourself around these maps and around these fights, trying to hit these different enemies around this place. Um, yeah, and the art style is gorgeous. Um, they really commit to a, a distinct jump between like anime and like the color scheme of green and black and red <laughs> and it works um and there's a really cool uh space cat fun fact before i got one i helped uh dylan the villain in the chat actually get a cartridge for himself track one down for him oh well done good job floppy mm. that's me putting uh, selfless but yeah i highly recommend for anyone who hasn't checked it out and if you don't have a vita check it out on ps4 as well because it's still a good game do you know what else you should check out you should check out the Reddit user, oh God, Erasmus Brostow, I'm sorry, uh, for remaking this great scene from an amazing game. There's naturally no news here. I just thought this looked amazing and wanted to share it with everyone. So if we can bring that up now, Brayden, it is of course the infamous ladder scene <laughs> from Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater where Snake comes up to the ladder and has to climb it for three minutes while the Snake Eater theme plays, and that's all you do. <laughs> They've just remade this scene using Unreal Engine, uh, and it looks fantastic. It looks like it's straight out of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. It really does. It's really, really cool. When you get a reaction to Snake, he goes back to him, he looks up the ladder, and he goes, <sighs> Oh, incidentally, I had no idea about this, but you were in Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the first game Snake came in. If you stand there and just idle for a bit, the codex come up and he talks about each of the fighters he's up against. Oh my oh. god. And he goes, Hey, Otagon, Otagon, there's a lady here in a suit. He goes, That's Seamus, uh, Snake. She's an alien bouncer hunter who blah blah. And it goes through all the characters. That's really awesome. It's really rad. I watched it the other day and David Hayter did all the uh, voice for it. Really cool. Anyway, uh, this is what Metal Gear Solid 3 would look like if it was remade in Unreal Engine. I like it. That looks amazing. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah, he comes out at the end because he's Snake. And Snake Eater does play for the entirety of it. Because you can't hear it at the moment, allow me. What a thrill. 
Okay. Floppy, free games. Yeah, yeah we got... All right, free games. Who's got a PlayStation? Me. Who's, I do. Who's got a PlayStation Plus? Uh, yep, also me. Would you like to play some games? I like playing games. Would you like to play Oddworld Soulstorm? No, I wouldn't. Okay, well, you can if you did, though. Okay, cool. I will. Have you ever played an Oddworld game? No. Never. Oh, you didn't have a PlayStation, did they, you? They Brain, did you play Oddworld games? They do. They are a bit gross. Yeah, they're very gross. I really, the art style and character design and everything about the entire game just doesn't. Gel I just with don't get the uh, the appeal of a frog booger running it's around. A, mm, it's fart jokes. Everywhere. It's yeah, fart jokes. That's not me. It's essentially they they were three D platformers, uh, playing a little a little character named Abe, uh, and you had farts and stuff like that that would allow you to get around areas. They were weird, but they, you know, for whatever reason, they, they struck a chord with me when I was on the PlayStation 1. So I'm going to check this out because obviously I got PlayStation Plus, so it's free. Now, this is um, another PlayStation 5 supposed launch game that got held back yeah. to appear as a PlayStation Plus game. That's yeah, pretty cool. Like Destruction All-Stars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bug Snacks. Not, not sure why, but I'm okay with that. So yeah, Oddwood Soulstorm. They are still re releasing physical editions and collector's editions and stuff as well, which I thought was strange to then have them release this, but I'm sure there's a reason. Um, but yeah, if you like platforming and you like Abe, he's a cool guy. If you like a little bit of gross fart humor, jump on it. Do you know what else I like? What else do you like? I like Days. Do you like days? I do like Do you days. like it when they're you gone? You could have said like motorbikes. You could have said zombies. You said Yeah, but days. Brayden, you, you, you don't could, get it. You, you don't get the subtlety of my segue. Western North American regions. I, I don't care. I don't care. Days Gone's out. Floppy, tell us about that game. That I love hates. Days. I love Days Gone. This thing was criminally underrated. I can't remember what it came out just before. It came out just before something that was huge. Um... So it's post-apocalyptic zombie game. You're a biker. Oh, how original. You're probably like, you're a bad guy with a heart of gold. Oh, wow. Jeez, um, breaking down all the barriers. Absolutely. And it's a big open world. You're on a motorbike. You're riding around. There's zombies and doing missions for people. So essentially the same sort of gameplay style as lots of other open world RPGs. But it's really solid. It's an RPG. Yeah, well. Or RPG light. Right? RPG light. So, right. you know, you upgrade your weapons, you upgrade your So, like Final abilities. Fantasy VII type RPG? Yeah, like? yeah. Not quite as in-depth. Do numbers but... pop out whenever you shoot them? No. Okay. Um, story is really cool. It's really, I think it's really solidly written. It was There was not a bug to be found in it, to be honest. I don't so think so. So why did you get such a bad rap? I think it was really just timing. It came out... Um, it came out right next to Mortal Kombat 11. Yep. As well there as... There's something else. Yeah, um, there was also uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, so everyone was after Sekiro. Yeah. Um, the driving mechanics of this is fantastic. The, the bikes handle super well. It's great. There are these... Uh, you go along and you fight zombies, obviously, that you kill, but then there are also giant hordes of zombies, which are incredibly terrifying. But at the point, you get to the point later on in the game where you can take them on. Mm -hmm. These giant, just like zombies climbing over zombies to get to you. Just like waves of them. Oh, man. Yeah, it is great. It is great. And it's free if you have PlayStation Plus right now. So chuck it in your library, even if you think you're not going to play it now. Because one day you're going to put it on just for something different. And you'll be like, oh my God, this is actually heaps good. Speaking of zombies. Yes. Do you like wars? I do like do some like of them. Four of them? Uh, only if they include zombies. Okay. Well, here's Zombie War 4. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely. Killing zombies. zombies. Anyway, you kill zombies in it. 
Uh, let's maybe just go straight to the Game Pass game that has come out on April 1st, which is highly interesting. I wasn't realizing that it came out. Yeah. Uh, Outriders. Straight to straight to day one, straight to Games Pass. So Outriders is like um, Gears of War cover-based shooter mixed with the Destiny-style clan or party system. Looks really pretty. Uh, I've downloaded it onto my Xbox. I haven't uh, haven't cracked it out yet, though, but I'm, I'm keen to try. Do you know what else I'm keen to try? Going that... to look under some trees. What? There's, there's a link. <clears throat> I'm sure. Is it Zelda? <clears throat> no. Because that would have been cool. No, this is even cooler. Oh. Uh, they have... Uh, well, they... People have found a cancelled Neo Geo 64 game under a collapsed tree. What? Like someone buried it? Yeah. So the prototype game was Samurai Showdown 64 for the uh, unsuccessful Neo Geo 64 arcade cabinet. Uh, was the first 3D fighting game developed by SNK. Uh, the ne- Hyper Neo... Sorry, it was the Hyper Neo Geo 64. Oh, Triple Indy's going to have a hard time. Oh, good time. Oh, good time correcting, correcting all this. Oh, man. I'm, oh, so- I'm not looking forward to that Discord conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, so it flopped and only five games were ever released, including... Well, this game wasn't released. It was a prototype. Uh, quote, as reported by Eurogamer, machine repair specialist Craig Weiss found a rare prototype of Samurai Showdown 64 in a field under a fallen tree. That's unreal. Uh, he'd found the field owned by a woman in California after he repaired an old pinball machine and asked whereabout the client, whereabouts the client had gotten the pinball game. The person told Weiss he bought it from a lady and the repair specialist headed out to her place to see if she had any other old pinball games for parts or sale. Uh, what he found instead was six pallets of SNK USA materials bought by her husband in 2000 during an auction held by an ex-SNK employee. Who just takes six pallets of arcade stuff? I don't know. All right, guys, I'm quitting. I'm, uh, I'm just going to take that new game. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys don't mind. Bye. Uh, these pallets were just out in a field sitting there for 20 years. Absolutely ridiculous. So an unreleased prototype game was found just out in a field in a pallet underneath a collapsed tree. Absolutely ridiculous. And I love these stories because it proves that there's still little nuggets out there. And this looks, I mean, once they got it up and going and like patched it through, it looks like a almost fully operational game. I wonder how much work they had to do to it. I'm going to look into it a little bit more, but that's crazy. Just the fact that it survived out in the weather as well. So was it not in anything? It was in a pallet. And a tree had fallen on the pallet. Well, six pallets. So Just a tree covering a pallet providing shelter from any sort of rain, storm, weather. Where in America was this? Yeah, because, that's right. Yeah, Like yeah. this... Like, Nevada? It, so much weather shit has been happening in America the last 20 years. God damn, that's impressive. That is unreal. You know what else is really impressive? What? They found a cancelled council... Oh, they're not they, but a different set of people found a cancelled Castlevania game. Uh, according to Unseen 64, Castlevania Resurrection would have been followed, uh, sorry, would have followed Castlevania Legends protagonist Sonia Belmont and a new character named Victor Belmont as they travelled into the past to deal with a Dracula before the events of the first game. While the game did make an appearance during a private showing at E3 1999 in the September 1999 issue of United uh, of the United Kingdom's Dreamcast magazine, Konami quietly cancelled it in March 2000. That's right. It's a, a Dreamcast game. They found the disc with all the code on there. He gets into a debug menu and can just access this Castlevania game. That's unreal. I, I thought we had a Victor. Oh, no, we had Richter. Richter, yeah. Richter. Um, yeah. So if you would like to play this uh, 
cancelled Castlevania game is currently up on eBay, and it can be yours for the low, low price of twenty thousand US dollars. Oh, yeah, I'll get it. Uh, I might I, wait I till payday, like but that. I, I just yeah, that's unreal that they find that stuff. Finding you know old we hacked the dino we we cover the news of video games past, present, and future. And me being a big fan of the past, I'm a big big fan of this but not so much of the selling for 20,000 US because no just release it I just really hope the video game preservation society like um, gets their hands on it oh, I hope so too like, I hope they provide they a donations. copy to them well surely you could burn it right that's how discs work it was, the, <laughs> it was the Dreamcast it didn't have any protection on it anyway yeah that's true you well I mean the actual disc like it'd have to be oh, nicer, you mean, right oh, oh look I don't know how all that stuff works yeah Braden <laughs> Do you know what I do know works? <laughs> What's that? Braydan versus the world. Where's your glasses, Floppy? Oh, crap in hell. You I forgot them? Yep. While you're getting them, I will explain the rules of Braydan versus the world. We have Braydan representing Braydan going up against the world represented by Floppy as they both listen to four songs here that I will play some moments from one at a time. After I played the first song... Braydan and Floppy will each have five <laughs> questions to ask to try and guess where that song appears. Uh, if they can do it within the five, they get a point. If they can do it before the five questions, <laughs> Jesus, I almost died. They get a point. Are you? you are you dead? Nearly. <laughs> uh, backwards and forwards. Uh, Braydan's on seven. The world's on seven. It's a fun time for everyone. I'm going to turn on my computer and this microphone. Well, I just press the reset button. Hopefully it doesn't do that. <laughs> it just, just crashes the whole thing. <laughs> I almost died on. three times then. Okay, here we go. Are we ready? Braydan and the world. And the oh. world. And the world. Here we oh. go. Song number one. Braden, what uh, what do you play as in this little game here? Um, you play as a caricature of either yourself or other people. Floppy. What system did it come out on? The Wii. Braden. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, what a. Uh... What actions do you partake in? Uh, you play musical instruments. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, not what I was thinking. Floppy, oh, question number two. Did it come out towards the end of the, of the life of the console? Um, sort of the last quarter, if that makes sense. Hmm. Braden, question number three. Is this? The, you get it wrong. I I I'm, I know. Is this the wonderful game Wii Music? It certainly yeah. is. Oh man, this game was so shit. I loved it so much. It is, I think, one of the only Miyamoto games that was just awful. Oh man, were you googling the games over there? No, no, well, no. I brought the footage up because I wanted to talk about it because this game was weird as hell. It was like. <laughs> Wii Sports, Wii Play, Wii Music. Yeah. All yeah. of them success, but Wii Music bombed hard. Oh, man, it was Was so Wii bad. Play a success? Yeah, 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 because they had the pack-in controller. I can see a thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, my God. It was, it was 
Oh. That's your point, Brayden. So oh, you're should, on eight. I should do a stream of Wii Music. Do or, it. or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brayden's on eight. The world is on seven. Oh, yeah, and we go into that. song Ooh, number two. Oh, no. That's all you get. Shit, I know this. What <laughs> <laughs> ones it in? Brayden, question number one. Uh, what console was this one on? Uh, shite. PlayStation 2. Hmm. 2. Yep. Pretty sure. Yes, 100%. 2. What genre of game was it? Uh, it's a espionage. Es- espionage stealth game. Hmm. Question number 2, Brodan. What color is the number on the cover of the game <laughs> green okay or yellow one of the two greenish yellow sort of a poo brown i'll accept greenish yellow <laughs> okay. i'm really lost now <laughs> question number two floppy who do you play as what a thrill <laughs> player is a singer who's had a stroke and <laughs> try to build up your, your career Brad Ann, question number three is it better to get on three snake eater it certainly is what color of the number it's poop brown. The color of the number in the text on the cover that says Metal Gear Solid number yeah so Metal Gear Solid Sons 2 Sons of Liberty was I thought it was all blue white. no the number was uh, a pooey brown color I'll find a photo for you yeah Oh, I mean, I believe you. But, uh, you totally threw me with that. Well, I've, I've got the cover here. Like, I'm looking nah, at it. Join me. All right, here we go. Oh, damn. Did you not know the game? Oh, I thought I did, but then the number, I was like, oh, it's white background. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the same as a number. All right, here we go. I had white in my head. I was like, oh, it's not what I'm thinking. Braden's on nine. The world's on seven. You better catch up, Floppy. Yeah, I know. This is a abysmal. Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> Is that your guess? <laughs> no. It's not a standard guess. So okay. Right in. Question number one. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, what, uh, what's, uh, hmm. what controller do you use? <laughs> like, just like on the initial release, what controller did you use? Like, you want to know what system? Yeah, basically. I assume you're going to say like a NES controller or a SNES controller or something like uh, that. Yeah. A Sega controller. Sega controller. Okay. Okay, floppy. Alex Kidd. Yes, I knew you'd get that one. Good man. Now, did you say the kid? No, he didn't. He said it correctly. Did you like how I tried to put him off by saying Ness or SNES controller? (laughs) (laughs) See, now you're getting the hang of the game. Now you're getting the meta. Bloody, what colour is the number shit? (laughs) Brayden versus the world. Well, you see, it's easy to ask really hyper-specific weird questions when you know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here we go. Song number four. Sorry, that's more for me. Let's just say, isn't that from The Mask with Jim Carrey? <laughs> Those still drums. Let go, make Cuban beat. Making all the rumba beat. Number one. Uh, what's a who, who do you play as in this game 
I'm just going to give it away. Are you sure you want me to answer it? Yeah, go for it. Uh, you play as Peach. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what game that is. Question What's, number one. What system was this, Aaron? Uh, the DS. Question number two, Braden. God. Um, what's, uh, what is your main course of action? Uh, to save Mario and Luigi. Is <laughs> this fucking backwards world? <laughs> Question number two, Floppy. I know there isn't this game. I don't know what the name of the game is. Um, well, you've got questions to try and nail it down. You yep. just have to be clever. Was Peach's name in the title? Yes. Question number three, Brad Ann. Is this the one where Mario and Luigi are babies? No. It's that one. Question number three, world. Can I have a hint? Um... I feel like me and Braden are on equal ground here. Okay, the hint is... Um, this is Game Boy Dad doesn't know the exact title. God damn. Uh, you kick yourself when you get it. Um, it. It's a very expensive game now. It's a very sought-after game. So it, it, it wasn't printed in high amounts or anything? No. Because it was a girl. Oh. Play girl. Who wants to play girl? Mm. I know this game. I've held That's this you, game. Internet. Uh, I've held this game in my hand. Question number four, Brad. It's a handheld game. Um, oh man, uh, is it a is it a platformer? Yes. Okay. Question number four, floppy. I know what the game is. I just I don't know the freaking title of oh, the I game. Need the title. I'm sorry. Can I have the first letter of the words, like the acronym? Is that the word? Right? An acronym? If you shortened the title to an acronym, what mm. would the acronym be? And it's going to totally give it away. That is, is such it? a bad question. I don't have anything else. You're trying to win here. You've got the whole world in your hands. The whole wide world in your hands. You've got the whole world the hand in your game hands. The in your hands. The whole world in your hands. I honestly I have no idea. I still have no idea. So you I, want know, me to, you I want know me? you're trying to give me a hint here. I'm is, not, actually. Is oh. Peach something in there? And it's, yeah. I, I know so it's you want it? You want the acronym? Is that yeah, what you want? Give it to me. SPP. Right in. Five. Is it? Is it just that? Is it, is it really? Would they just make it that? I feel like that is probably going to be wrong. It's either wrong or right, and either way, it feels weird. <laughs> Do I guess it? That's how yes. it should always be. You don't know if it's wrong. You don't know if it's right. But it's just weird. It can't be that simple. It can't. I, see, that's why I want to guess it. Because if it is that Would simple, I will I kick Would I play tricks? Yes. Totally. But maybe I'm not this time. Maybe that's <laughs> the trick. say, yeah. Maybe the trick is I'm not playing a trick this time. But then maybe the trick is I want you to think that I'm not playing a trick this time. But I actually am playing a trick. I'm a double agent trick. Is it Super Princess Peach? It's Super Princess Peach. Oh my god, that's so dumb. I had no idea that's what the title was. I had no clue. So at the end of that uh, edition of Braydan vs. The World, we have Braydan on 10 and The World on 8. Floppy's falling behind again. A little bit. You better stiffen up, son, and get some action happening. Is that stiffen up like a play on my name, Floppy? I didn't intend it to be, but sure, let's go with it. God, that game is terrible.
<laughs> what, Brayden versus the world or uh, Super Princess Peach? <laughs> no, Super Princess Peach. I remember the cover now. I remember seeing this. Oh, I like, can picture the cover I can, I remember straight up. Yeah. Very now. low print run. Um, yeah. Go like even now, 60 to $100. God damn. Yeah, I could picture the cover and everything. I just never paid any attention to what the name was. Random. Super Princess Peach. There you, there go. you go. Terrible name. We've been Hack the Dino. You have been a wonderful uh, guest here with us this evening uh, as we bring you the past, the present, and future gaming news that you desire and, and have to have cooked up and served to you on a plate that you can use your utensils to cut up nice and, and, and slim and, and put it in your mouth and chew 28 to 30 times before swallowing because otherwise you're not a real person. You're a robot. You drink everything in liquid form through tubes. That got weird. You can find us over on youtube.com backslash hackthedino or hackthedino.com for all our VODs or videos on demand, as people who don't like abbreviations call it. Uh, you can also head on over to any podcast app like Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud and listen to our voices there, where we release weekly podcasts about video games and their past, present, and future. That's our new tagline. I don't know if you've picked it up or not. Oh, I, I have really noticed like that you've said it a couple of times, and mm. I like it. It's, I think it's I, I think it's the missing piece. It only took us four years, but we finally found that missing piece. Watch out, millions. Here we come. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really solved it. I think we've got it there. <laughs> Good work, me. I hope it was that simple. Uh, Floppy, you got stuff you want to plug? Yeah, look, jump over to in Instagram. Find me on uh, Floppy Plays Glames. Glames. At the moment, I've been a little more active than I, I've been trying to be a little more active than usual. Uh, posting up some of my recent pickups. Uh, my PlayStation, actually, my PlayStation camera was my favorite because I didn't even know they made that. That's thing. pretty cool. Flick through the, really the cool. pictures in that uh, in that post there, Braden. Uh, so you got the PlayStation symbol on the 20th anniversary controller and on the end of the camera. Never knew that they made it, just happened to find it in a That's store. It's actually really rare. Have you looked up how much it is? I haven't because it doesn't bother me, but uh, now I want to know. Well, you need to know for insurance purposes. Uh, just, if I break I mean, if someone breaks into your house and steals <laughs> it, you need to know how much you need to claim. Is it breaking when I just leave my house unlocked? Well, it's entering illegally. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mech warrior. You and need my... to invite me in like a vampire. <laughs> yep. And my two new favorite GameCube games. It's certainly pale enough. That make, yeah, uh, crazy taxi and Mario Kart Double Dash. Would you believe I've never played Double Dash? Really? Never. Good game. I can't Good wait. Good game. Oh uh, yeah, so go and check out what uh, my latest pickups and, and things I'm playing. Brayden, you've got some big things to plug. Yeah, uh, well, they, uh, we we went and saw two big things fight. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and we reviewed it and we made the internet angry. So if you go head over to Millennial <laughs> Movie Talk on YouTube, uh, you can find our almost 4K viewed. Uh, why it sucks Far Godzilla out. vs. Kong review um, which has many a dislike that's fantastic um, good work yeah we're really happy with it uh, not the film um, <laughs> but the response from people has been excellent um, so hi I highly recommend go check that out we just reviewed um, Nobody as well that new Bob Odenkirk one from oh, the how was that? John Wick creators it's really fun yeah, is that the guy that fun. played from Soul yeah, yeah from Better Call Soul and Breaking Bad he's a comedic actor is He's it good excellent. because I don't actually like that Character, and that's the only thing I've seen him play. I'm Have you watched Better Call Saul? Yeah, I don't like it. I'm gonna you don't get like you. Saul? I just don't like him in that. Oh. I'm gonna get you to watch this movie with two words, and those two words are Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh really? I mean, 
Really? Is he in it? Oh, yeah. He's like ancient now. Oh, my God. Scott. He looks like he's going to turn to dust at any point in time. <laughs> is he he's the villain? Amazing. No, he's not the villain. Oh, okay. Which makes it even better. Is he the comedic relief? He's he's not even the comedic relief. He's, Marty! He's just so good in this movie, and I don't want to ruin it. Go see Nobody. Um, but yeah, Absolutely. go check out our reviews and everything. Um, it's been really fun. We filmed episode 100 in front of a live studio audience in one of our co-hosts' backyard. Really? Yeah, legitimately. We Why weren't a, we invited? Uh, because you guys actually have lives. We got like family. It's very. It looks very. It was a terrible episode, but it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. It's good fun. I highly recommend Millennium Movie Talk on YouTube and on Spotify and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I had a podcast that I was doing for a while during our initial lockdown. That's sort of fallen by the wayside because Australia's sort of out of lockdown and pretty much. It, normal <laughs> um so i haven't had time to uh do any more retro trigger uh i had planned on doing one today but there were funds and gamesies that happened um i'm just it's finding time to do it and get a backlog happening uh i, I might do it soonish even if i um... do it by myself i was going to do a deadpool one that i'd written previously that i hadn't got a guest for i thought you know what? i should just sit down and talk about deadpool for an hour or so i can do that um i don't know guys Subscribe to Hack the Dino and follow me over on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. Not YouTube. What's the other one I'm thinking of? Twitter. <laughs> Both the same. Is there anything that uh, you think is about 30 years or older mm. that you'd uh, that in? I talked to people in the chat that might mm. like to hear you do a retro trigger about. Well, I mean, I've I've got ideas. I've got plenty to talk about. It's finding the time to sit down because I actually write out the script. Mm. Uh, if you've heard the uh, the podcast. I uh, go through big chunks of information dealing the background and whatnot. And that takes me Correct. a lot of time to research that and piece it all together and get it all happening. And then I have to rehearse it so I don't trip over my tongue. There's a couple of episodes where I don't rehearse and mm. I just stumble over my words and it's a big mess and I well, don't like it. People in the chat, if you have uh, invented some kind of time... Dilation machine. Yeah, please, by, by all means, uh, rent it out to Ben. Don't just give it to him for free. No, yeah. Rent it out so he can use it and make some more retro trigger. I can uh, break into Floppy's house and uh, steal his PlayStation crap. This is all good. He's not even 30 yet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hack the Dino. Leave a review. Lots of people have. We've got a five-star rating review on there already. So, uh, if you don't think we're worth five stars, go there and vote us down. Or <laughs> don't. Yeah. Um, you can also catch us out. Over on hackthedino.com, of course. And, uh, yeah, at Ben Rosenthal on Twitter or Mr. Benjamin on Instagram. You can also see Hack the Dino at the usual tags there. Um, thank you very much. You guys have been guys and gals and everything in between. Uh, you've been the best. We're going to leave you now with some of these thoughts. Paper clips. Bananas. Pumpkins. Bikini. Clitoris! <laughs> <laughs>